So dear brothers and sisters, you're all very welcome to this Sunday in which we meditate a little more deeply the idea of joy, Christian joy. <clears throat> so it's something that we all look for. It's something that uh, many people work all week in order to fulfill joy on the weekend. You know, people who live for the weekend, people who live for Saturday night, people who live for the next night out, the next concert, the next big match, the next whatever entertainment it is. So we, we have to you know, work hard and maybe do long hours and do overtime and all of that, maybe to pay for the Spanish holiday or the trip to Italy or whatever it is. You know, something that will give us a bit of joy. It's, it's what we, we look for. It's the reason people do crazy things. It's the, people, it's the reason people build on conservatories and sunrooms and get larger cars than necessary. Right? Because you, know, you want to walk into, walk into a room and just feel a little joyful. I, I like the look of this place. You know, it makes me happy. You know, the pursuit of joy, <coughs> it's what motivates <coughs> almost all of our actions. We want to be happy. We want to be happy. The difficulty is, is how do we attain? How do we find that happiness? How do we fulfill that happiness? Because if, if our happiness is fulfilled only by, by things of, of this world, we'll always find that there's a, a longing, an emptiness, a desire for something more. And even if that, that the fulfillment of that desire through, through earthly things, even if it didn't work, even if it wasn't sufficient, we'll keep going back to it and try harder and, and drink more or socialise more or spend more money or buy an even bigger car or build on an even bigger extension or put a pool out the back. There'll be something else. There'll always be something more. And yet you end up with the same kind of feeling of, of things not really being very fulfilling. So our, our joy, the way we're built, the way we're wired, is for a, a, a deeper form of joy, not just a, a fleeting happiness that you get from a nice view or, or good company or, or a good night out. That's, just, that's fleeting happiness. That's, it's okay, nothing wrong with it, hopefully. Uh, but, but joy is something, something else, something, something deeper. C.S. Lewis wrote something which I, I found very interesting. Uh, he says, Joy is distinct not only from pleasure in general, but even from aesthetic pleasure, so the pleasure of, of seeing something beautiful. But it must have the stab, the pang, the inconsolable longing. Inconsolable longing. That's an interesting one, because if you, if you think how... You know when you were a child, right? When, you, when it came to Christmas, or when it, back in the day... Uh, for, for most of us here, uh, the Christmas chocolates and that would only be opened on Christmas Eve, whereas now they eat chocolate all through Advent. Remember, remember back in the day as well when you'd fast off something for Lent, right? You didn't get the chocolate until Easter Sunday, whereas now they're getting 15, 16 Easter eggs during Lent and eating them during Lent for having done nothing, right? They haven't fasted from a thing, and they're getting more Easter eggs than we ever did. <coughs> but during Lent, the, 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 in, in a child's heart, like the desire for Easter Sunday, the day when I can finally eat chocolate again, you know, that, that desire grows, the longing grows. And it's kind, of, it's kind of a good thing in this season now of Advent, as you're waiting for Christmas, right? The, 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 again, in, in, in a child's heart, like the excitement for Christmas Day, this, 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 this longing. It actually creates a kind of a, an exciting joy 
do they can't wait for Santi to come. They're practically exploding on the 23rd and on the 24th, right? This, 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 this joy, this, 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 something is going to be fulfilled and realized. And this, this expectation, this longing creates a kind of a, a, kind of a joy. And at the same time, there's a recognition of, of, there not be, of everything not being entirely complete, right? Imagine having that kind of understanding of God. Imagine having that kind of understanding of heaven, right? That I, I'm longing for God. I'm longing for him. Now, it's not fully complete yet. At this side of eternity, it's, it's not fully complete. But my whole life then becomes like a great big this a period of expectation, of, of waiting, and of this growing longing for God. Imagine if that was our experience of prayer. The while, while praying, I, I'm, I'm longing I'm longing for God. You know, if you've ever been in, in love, hopefully some of you have. have hands up, anybody? <laughs> right? We'll talk about that some other time, so. <laughs> Bit of work to do in this chapel. Um, okay, so if you've ever been in, in love and you're separated for whatever reason from your beloved, say they, even if it's just a normal thing, like they go to work for a day, or maybe they have to go away for a weekend or something, all right? Uh, or even in, in the courting phase, right, where, you know, you live in different places. And back in the day, you might take out a photo of theirs. A photo. Remember, an actual piece of paper with printed colours on it, yeah? Remember those things? A photo. And uh, you might, you remember the, the, the time and the place that the photo was taken. Maybe even the smells, you know, if it was in a restaurant or if it was out in a field or whatever it was. And then the photo brings you back, right? And you hold that, maybe in that photo, it's a strange kind of thing that we do, but you might even hold that that photo close to your heart. It's only a piece of paper, right? But it reminds you of the person. It reminds you of the person. And there's kind of a, a longing to, to maybe be back there or to see them again, to be with them again. A longing. Back in the day as well, there was a thing called letters, right? It's where you get a pen, you put it on a piece of paper and you write, okay? And um, I remember, <laughs> it was a thing that was done as well back, back, back years ago that... Um, you might put a little fragrance on the letter, you know? You, so you have your, your letter and you might spray a little, uh, whatever, uh, perfume if you're a lady. I remember I tried it once, I was writing to a, a girl, uh, so I, I wrote the thing and I sprayed it with links and then all the, all the ink ran. I had, to write, <laughs> I had to write the whole thing again. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you, and, then, and then when you get this letter and you read the words and it kind of brings you back to, 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 to that, that, that desire to be with that person, you know? You, you, or you see their handwriting and... and you know, their little signature and all that. And it's just, this, this is longing. And on one hand, it's kind of, it's kind of painful in a way. And on the other hand, it's like, there's this great expectation for that longing to be fulfilled. You know, when you finally see them again, you get this slight little weakness in your knees. Do you remember that? Right? It's like this, this, this when you see them again, you say, oh my goodness, they're here. They're back. Right? And, and the joy and the expectation and the hug, and I think I don't ever want to let go again. <laughs> you know, there's, there's this wonderful expectation and joy and fulfillment and longing. And when it comes to our faith, that's where it should be going. So that's where our faith should be, should be tending towards. That's what it should be to long for God. That's what it should be to spend time in prayer and have a longing for him. And recognizing both those things, there's this, this kind of this insatiable desire for more. And that is true. You have an, ins- an insatiable desire, a desire that cannot be satisfied for more. And that desire is only fulfilled by God. Only fulfilled by God. Only. 
And that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. This, this longing, this desire for, for God is a good thing. And to feel that, that, that almost that, 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 that gaping hole in your heart, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But it's good to recognize what the only source of fulfillment will be, or what the only source of fulfillment is. Because if we don't recognize what the authentic source for that is, we'll try and fill it with other things. I can't remember exactly what the statistics were, but there was uh, research done uh, in Ireland a recent uh, a couple of years back, <coughs> where the question was asked to young people: Would you rather be rich or happy? Would you rather be rich or happy? Now, to me, the answer is just plain obvious. I, I would, I would have imagined that everyone would say, "Well, the idea of riches, the purpose of riches, is to make you happy." So I'd rather be happy. But the majority of young people said they'd rather be rich. They'd rather be rich. I'd rather be rich than happy. What sense? What, hang on. What on earth? What? Why? 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 Why would you rather have wealth but not happiness? What? Like, what on earth? What is the purpose of wealth? If 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 you're miserable. I met a guy once, and it was uh, a, 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 an interesting conversation. He was um, a big Ferrari fan. So I walked into his house, and there was a picture of him <coughs> and a friend in a Ferrari F40, which, is a, which was an amazing sports car from the early, late 30s, early 90s. Um, a savage expensive, savage powerful in a straight line, useless on bends, won't go into detail. But there he is, sitting in the Ferrari F40, and, uh, and I said, wow. That's not something you see very often. They're very rare, very expensive. Uh, and he said, yeah, he said, I loved that car, the sound out of it, like just absolutely deafening, amazing. And then he looked at me and he said, you know, I'd rather cry in my F40 than be happy in my Fiesta. I thought he was joking. And I realized, yeah, he, ha- he actually wasn't. He actually wasn't. He'd rather have, you know, that kind of a car out the front. You know, it's got these big kind of gaping um, gills on the side of it to let air into the, into the engine. So it's a very striking machine. I'd rather be happy. Sorry, I'd rather be crying in my, in my Ferrari than happy in my Fiesta. I'd rather be wealthy than happy. That's insanity. That is absolutely bonkers because no matter what we have no matter what we have achieved no matter what we gain no matter what earthly things we have if we haven't happiness it is worth nothing to you if we're depressed in a big house it's your big house is worth nothing to you and i've met other families like who have a fairly simple existence you know they do have to watch the pennies they do have to be careful towards the end of the month to make sure they can cover all their bills. But you've got the pitter-patter of tiny feet running around the place and the place is a bit of a mess and it smells like baby formula and nappy. Uh, but they're happy. They're happy. They're good kids. And that's something that no money can buy. Joy is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Sorry, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So it's a consequence. And when we say a fruit of the Spirit, it means it's a consequence of living life with the Holy Spirit. 
So fruit is something that's produced by the tree. So when the Holy Spirit, when we want the Holy Spirit, so God, to live in us, that produces joy. Produces joy. And surely, that's what we're looking for. Surely, deep down, that's, that's why we do what we do. That's why we put on makeup and wait for some of you. Uh, and wear heels for some of you. And grow stylish beards, you know, and all, all these things, right? It's the reason we do almost everything, because we want to be joyful. We want to be joyful. We want to be happy. That insatiable desire that we have for joy is only fulfilled completely in God. So how much time do we give him? How much do we invest in that relationship? Or is it a case of I, I give him the 45 minutes on a Sunday, begrudgingly, and then the rest of, mess, rest of my week, that's, that's mine. You, thanks and cheers and all, but you just mind, just butt out. I'll take care of my joy from, from here on. That's all right. And then we, we miss the mark. We miss that joy that he has reserved for us, and we wonder what went wrong. We wonder why it's, why it's all so hard. Joy is distinct, not only from pleasure, says C.S. Lewis in a book called Surprised by Joy, if you want to read it afterwards. It's distinct not only from pleasure in general, but even from aesthetic pleasure. It must have the stab, the pang of the inconsolable longing. St. Augustine famously wrote, You have made us for yourself, O oh Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. That's how we are created. The fulfillment of joy is found only in the Lord. So we ask him today to reveal to us authentic joy in that relationship with him through our regular prayer life, our regular reception of him in Holy Communion. May we always choose him over passing and fleeting happiness. May we never do anything to harm that relationship with him, which gives us true and lasting joy. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on the internet, wherever you are watching us. Uh, it's a great honour and privilege that you would join us uh, on such a regular basis to share in our life here in Holy Family Mission. We're now eight years on the go, and then we've had the privilege of welcoming over 90 young people to take part in our year-long faith formation programme. Uh, and all of that is possible due to your donations, your support, your help and your prayers. So we're greatly, greatly appreciative of all that has been done here, uh, also through your support and your efforts. Uh, this is our fundraising Christmas appeal time of the year as well. So if any of you can or would like to support us, uh, we would be delighted if you could do so. We, maybe I shouldn't be saying all of this, but we uh, uh, charge our young people €4,000 a year to be here. It costs in our around €10,000. We subsidise the price then by running retreats here and by fundraising. That's how, that's how we, we work. So uh, thank you so much for all <coughs> that you can do to further the mission of Holy Family Mission, that we can continue to renew, reinvigorate and revive the faith here in this country and indeed abroad. God bless you.